0: Is BYOT? for your own titles.
1: Dick swinging, Dick swinging.
0: You're listening to American Slacker podcast.
1: We can say fuck. Can say fuck.
0: With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers.
1: I don't care. I've been spoken. This is
0: cool. That's a decent <sighs> amount of sausage. This man you know, needs a doctor. Yeah. I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other? Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna lead with the we're not gonna lead with. Um, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, what the fuck do you expect from fucking assholes on fucking Halloween? You do something fucking nice, and what the fuck happens? You get your shit fucking stolen. Let's go back and give people a little bit of goddamn context to what the fuck I'm talking about. I, (laughs) along with my girlfriend... We're nice enough to buy pounds of candy for these little fucks and put them outside of our door because, you know, we're both responsible adults who have other shit to do than sit by the door and wait for people to come by and say trick-or-treat. What the fuck happens when I'm walking home? Nothing. Nothing there. I look at the fucking table. There's just <sighs> nothing there. I was supposed to bring in our little. We bought a <sighs> witch's style cauldron that we filled with candy for these fucks to take candy from, and they took the entire fucking thing. Uh, Bare table. They took. Do you the know fucking how fucking cauldron. infuriated I was.
1: That is, that's fucking so dick It's like, you you can take all the candy But you took the fucking bowl that you're not gonna use It's probably discarded somewhere like uh, You know, eight blocks from your house And
0: that's what got me thinking You know, if this was a kid They would have had their own satchel Full of candy already So that's a dump situation You take that, you dump the mm. whole thing And you put it back Because if you're walking with the satchel yeah. of candy And the big plastic bucket it's gonna be a big. It's gonna be a bit like uh, suspicious, but yeah.
1: So you're thinking it was an adult,
0: a teena- like a teenager to like a, a drunk twenty-something year old. Either that or a homeless person. That's our third culprit, because there's a lot of shopping okay. carts discarded around my uh, <laughs> apartment <sighs> complex.
1: We'll see. Well, I mean, I feel like out of all of them, the homeless is the best scenario. At least if you're feeding somebody that's not eating, or doesn't have access to food regularly.
0: And I mean, there's like, <laughs> yeah, and they wouldn't have a bag necessarily.
1: Yeah. You might have just given them like a storage container. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> very ah, I want to spin this to the positive.
0: It was Re- In raw was realism,
1: t- it was probably some dirtbag little teenager that was like, <laughs> oh, i
0: fucking sure. And you know, this morning when I walked out and I was reminded of it because I saw a warhead From the fucking candy uh, stash on the ground, face down. Oh, so
1: they were messy about it. They like left one.
0: Someone dropped a single (sighs) warhead on the way out. It might have been. Did they drop it
1: or leave it? They just leave it. They were like, "I'm gonna leave one." (laughs)
0: Little calling card. So fuck you, whoever stole my fucking candy bucket. You're a fucking piece of shit. (sighs) Yeah. And I hope you eat the one I poisoned. No.
1: Oh God, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well,
0: better him than some uh, kid. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man, he didn't. He didn't poison candy, people. No, absolutely. He didn't. He didn't. Not. Let's step up, Like, no, 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 no. God, welcome to American Slack and Podcasts. As always, I'm Matt,
0: and I'm Jesse, and I swear I didn't poison any of that candy.
1: He didn't. He did not. I'll vouch for this guy. He didn't poison him. But I poisoned the, the bucket. Even none So of
0: fucking jokes on me. Oh... You.
1: Oh, if you pick the bucket up, you got that dust on it that just, like, fucking gets him in a couple hours. He's gonna have no
0: hands. They're gonna fall the fuck off.
1: No reason to touch the bucket. You just reach in and grab one.
0: Yeah. And now, on a serious note, uh, we we do need to let people know we're gonna be doing a little bit of house cleaning for the end of the year here, and a little bit of maintenance to the way that we post up our episodes and that's going to be taking place in December. So we're giving you a whole month full of fucking warning to you know, yeah. look out for yeah. us. We're not going anywhere. If we happen yeah, to vanish... If we're not
1: on your normal feed.
0: Yeah, if, you, if we happen to vanish from your feed or something, like, you can always type in Slacker on the search, pull us back up. We're hoping nothing happens, and it's all a smooth transition, but... You're gonna yeah. ride this fucking wave with us. Which in us and all see sense,
1: hopefully, this is all a bunch of nonsense to you guys, and everything continues going smoothly, and you find us nice and easy like you always do. But in case you don't, search for a slacker, you'll find us. We'll be We're there, for, I promise. We're the, gonna continue to put out cool content.
0: eagle. And now to uh, thank some of the people who help us with producing this show, we got to thank some of our Patreon supporters. First off, as always, we have our good friend Dave Gunn. And next up, we have Kyle and bradford from Crime Roulette. It's another podcast. It's a true crime podcast that you should definitely check out. And last up, we have Aaron W. from the Yes and I Am podcast. And that's a celebrity impersonation comedy podcast, uh, which if you haven't heard it, it's really funny. And you should uh, check that one out, too.
1: Yeah, Thank you, everybody, for donating. Donations help us a long way. We're trying to do more with the show. And as you can imagine, the costs go up with the more we do. So thank you to everybody that donates. Every every
0: dollar and cent we appreciate. All right, and it's time for our pod shout-out. And what we do here is we like to give a shout-out to a pod that retweets us on our pinned tweet of our most latest episode. So we have a couple of people that retweeted us on our most recent pinned tweet. And the way that we like to pick is I give Matt a, a number based on, like, how many people are retweeted, and he's going to pick one blindly, and we'll find out who wins. So it's going to be one through five this time.
1: Okay. One through five. You know what? I'm going to pick the last guy. I'm going to pick the last guy. I'm going to pick five.
0: Number five. That is at Longbox Scavenge. That's the Longbox Scavengers. In their description on Twitter, it says... We are not critics or experts, we are fans Podcasting gives us an excuse to buy and read more comics Check out at Nation of Nerds and more on iTunes And Nation of Nerds is one of their podcasts that you can find at Nation of Nerds And they talk about reviews and all that kind of stuff So yeah, the long box scavengers Congrats guys Oh nice,
1: okay Sounds interesting, check them
0: out people So Matt, what do we got coming up in the show?
1: Well, we're going to start off with bizarre news, and then we're going to move to movie suggestions, and uh, finish it up with the Wheel of Weird. But make sure to stick around for those plugs, because
0: they're fire. Oh yeah. And with our weird news, we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news. And this time, we're talking about the death of the Gorilla Glue Strain, who lost its name to a lawsuit.
1: Oh shit. People
0: may be familiar with the Strain Gorilla Glue. Or Gorilla Glue number four, or any other variation of the strain of marijuana, oh, and yeah. people might also be aware of the Gorilla Glue glue and, and adhesive brand, which is—it's
1: so strong, it's like a gorilla's holding it.
0: <laughs> That's it. Do, it does say that incredibly strong has a gorilla on the package and whatnot, and the Gorilla Glue adhesive company was not very happy with GG strains who first grew the popular hybrid strain Gorilla Glue Number 4, and they said that they were violating and potentially tainting the adhesive's family-oriented reputation.
1: Uh, If anything, they're making people remember that Gorilla Glue is around.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, basically, at at one point, their lawyer quoted that, you know, they're using the reputation for the high-quality adhesive's stickiness as, like, a latch-on to potential customers. So they're like, oh, you know, you're using our adhesives, like, reputation to say that your product is good quality.
1: They should be proud. It's like, damn, they've become such a good, like, product that they're a reference point now. It's like, this bud's so sticky, it's like Gorilla Glue. Well, like, that's crazy. they become, like, a modern reference.
0: Well, GG Strains also sold, like, uh, merchandise with a Gorilla as, like, their mascot as well. So they're trying to say okay. it's like it's really closely related to it, and I mean, it's too, too much. Gorilla Glue isn't the only one to come up against such like adversaries. Girl Scouts of America also sued uh, <laughs> oh. the Girl Scout Cookie strain in 2014. Aw, oh, damn it! <laughs>
1: it's little girls.
0: And Hershey's uh, chocolate company sued over uh, versions of their chocolate bars. That have been put out by cannabis companies.
1: Oh, like ripoff edibles? Yep.
0: They, they specifically named okay. Hershey, Cha- Hershey's chocolate Bars and Almond Joy like products. Mm. So it's. Yeah, ripped off. It, it's mm. an interesting thing because, you know, there's so many names out there and people always come up with really like weird and interesting names. But in I guess the courts are saying that Gorilla Glue or GG Strains has to just call it GG now. So it's gotta be GG number four. They can't say Gorilla Glue number four. Oh,
1: wow. So you're like wondering, wow, people are going to be like, what's that GG stand for? And everybody's going to have to look it up. Oh, yeah. that's Gorilla Glue. And I feel like it's okay.
0: it's pretty synonymous with Gorilla Glue already. Like people who smoke weed pretty much know GG would mean Gorilla Glue.
1: See, they need to revamp the, the strain. They need to bring it back to the lab, pump it up a couple THC levels, <laughs> and then they call it like uh, Sasquatch, you know? Sasquatch, Sasquatch Glue. glue
0: there you go it's like
1: what's stronger than a fucking gorilla a fucking sasquatch
0: sasquatch <laughs> it's like ten gorillas
1: or they can go they could go slacker style if we ever opened the dispensary we'd go uh rape ape grape
0: rape ape grape oh god They're coming at you from <laughs> yeah, the trees yeah Throwback yeah, to man. a past oh. episode. Well, this we'll be sure to post this herb.co article on our Facebook page on Monday, like we do with all of our weed episode or all of our weed articles, I should say.
1: Man, I actually need some Gorilla Glue. That's funny that we oh, actually got to repair something. But order it on Amazon, man, and uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping that my Amazon order turns out like the order. That's our next story <laughs> because. A Florida couple that wishes to remain anonymous placed an order on Amazon, and uh, they just needed they needed a couple of uh, empty bins, you know, plastic totes that you would generally store your stuff in the closet with.
0: Okay, yeah, like the, the big Tupperware sort of things.
1: Yeah, yeah, like Rubbermaid makes them and all that. So they ordered four of those bad boys, and uh, when the package came, they immediately knew something didn't feel right. Because, as you would imagine, you know, for you know, these were 27 gallon storage totes, they wouldn't feel too heavy. They're empty. Well, the package turned out to weigh about 93 pounds, oh. and that's because inside they found 65 pounds of marijuana.
0: What's the other 30 pounds?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess all Got that uh, small package of peanuts, of man.
0: <laughs> yeah, it could be the peanuts. <laughs> of <babies>. That's. Uh... <laughs> That's kind of crazy. You're ordering just some bins to throw your clothes in and you get some Could a lot you of weed.
1: Imagine that's a lot of fucking weed. And it, it directly, you know, in case you're wondering, no, it wasn't tampered with. It was directly shipped from Amazon's warehouse, and uh, <laughs> there was no tampering. So something's going on here, pretty deep. There's no rest. That's gotta be yet. someone
0: at the post office.
1: Dude, I don't know, man. I mean, that's kind of sketchy. Why would the post office fuck up on that?
0: Well, no, I'm thinking if someone knew that there was an Amazon order coming through and they knew it was going to, like, another, po- another post, post office. post office it's to post office. intercept that. Shipping. Yeah.
1: Fuck. Fuck, Fred. I didn't get the package. It, it, you said it was supposed to be here by five. I, I haven't gotten anything.
0: He missed it. <laughs> oh, it went, it went on to its destination. So they're shipping from Shit. one post office to another, and putting the drugs in just between those points so that the people sending them and the people receiving never actually get their package with drugs, but this one slipped through.
1: Yeah, they just re-tape it again. Oh, that's kind of sketchy because have you ever gotten something from, like, the post office and it's been, like, taped again? You're like, what the fuck is this?
0: Yeah. I got. I Dude, also got,
1: there's something going on.
0: I got a birthday card that was just literally ripped open.
1: Really? Yeah, then Somebody they took... Somebody put a little, uh peyote in there, shipped it across the country.
0: <laughs> that well, yeah, maybe a little blotter acid, but, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> shit going on. No, I think they just stole a 20 that time.
1: Oh, really? Did it really, like, come and there yeah. was, like, 20 less? Yeah, because
0: no. they... No, they took everything that was in there, because the fucking... I noticed that there was a, a little rip on one side, and it was the corner, like, not where the card opens, so then they... And then they ripped the entire other side open, so I'm like, those fucks opened up one side saw that they couldn't get to it, and then just ripped open the other side like a bunch of assholes.
1: And did it come, like, just duct-taped together? Like, your birthday card was, like, mangled as fuck? It
0: came ripped open. It wasn't
1: even taped up. No. It wasn't even taped up.
0: No, it's like someone folded a sheet of paper in half and just, like, mailed it. Like, because this shit was just wide open.
1: Somebody dropped a ball there. Like, I would... Ah, oh, that's the Somebody post office's problem.
0: Fucking made some money that day, is what fucking. Happened. I would
1: say the post office owes you about twenty dollars plus is maybe twenty a, for full of upsetting. fucking
0: cheaters and liars and drug smugglers. Re- you heard me it say really it. Is. It's a it's a federal fucking cartel, and they're shipping drugs we're gonna across have- the country in our birthday cards.
1: This could be one of our first slacker journal or journalist assignments, where we have to get into the field and figure out that the U.S. Postal Service is actually some big national drug chain. I wear a and fake moustache over my real if I have to. They don't have their own packages; they can use ours.
0: Yeah, they're smuggling with our packages, our Amazon t- like containers, your your UGG slippers that you ordered not yours we're just the, the we're listener. just saying this is
1: completely possible and it's believable I don't know well Amazon is saying that their uh, customer service team is directly working with the police and like I said nobody's been arrested yet they've issued a $150 gift card to the uh, to the couple and hush the message, money actually
0: fucking hush money
1: <laughs> I am unable the, the message is so vague it's like I am unable to do anything else at this time from the representative they were talking to huh so they got 150 dollars hush money and the moment was like all we wanted was an apology and an explanation of how the fuck this happened
0: <laughs> you're not getting an explanation because they're they're, <laughs> or, fucking put, dude, they're putting know, bodies amazon, away
1: amazon popped up you know i mean shit what if they're involved in some crazy drug trading amazon know. could be out of the, it post, office, the post office
0: post office
1: it's it's or yes. All right, we got options now. It's post office or Amazon or Amazon and post conspiracy. office together combined. The this ultimate cons- connection.
0: This is a conspiracy theory about conspiracy. About a and UPS big UPS is still trying to post
1: Yeah, UPS is probably still like just pushing some fucking uh I'd like third ad- party Viagra I'd pills. I'd like to put <laughs> Black Rhinos
0: conspiracy. <laughs> the the reason okay. that we're not allowed to have ...farm deer in this country.
1: Okay. There is no reason. It's ridiculous.
0: It's the Santa Lobby. He needs them for Santa his fucking reindeer. It's the Santa Lobby. They're, like, pushing against the government to like keep people from eating reindeer because then I Christmas think will reindeer. go down the tubes and the economy will tank on our choice. last episode we addressed the fact that Christmas is the biggest consumer holiday and if that goes under Santa's out of a job we're eating deer and fucking the whole image of Christmas is ruined
1: <laughs> I don't I okay. I I didn't think reindeer hunting was even like a thing. I was gonna call you on that and be like, reindeer is hunting isn't even like a thing. But apparently in Iceland they do. I was hunt. gonna say uh, and in the Norwegian they do Guns hunt. <sighs> think they do it. They shoot the fucking reindeer, man. Santa, dude, the Santa the Santa's need to lobby against that shit. <laughs> I'm surprised there's nothing about that.
0: I know, right? Well, it's not. It's probably not as big over there, or or it's different no. since they're they're eating reindeer. But uh, if you were lucky enough to get one of the Arby's sandwiches that we referenced in uh, a few episodes ago, they were giving out venison steak sandwiches with like a cranberry fucking au jus or some fucking sauce. Tasty. And also elk. And a couple... Mm,
1: In certain locations.
0: Yeah, and one of the locations was Montana. And, you know, deer hunters in Montana... They're kind of at odds about this because it's kind they're saying, well, a few of them are saying we really shouldn't be selling game animals for food. They're saying, you know, deer are much more uh, susceptible to diseases and different parasites and stuff like that. And Arby's is coming back at them saying, well, we get the, the deer for our venison and elk and stuff from New Zealand which is where a lot of, I guess, U.S. people import from. Okay. When they're, when they're using venison as, like, uh, part of a culinary dish.
1: Okay, alrighty.
0: So, it's not like they're actually farming deer in the U.S., so I don't know if, if the people that are getting kind of upset about it, they're not really even getting upset about it. They're just saying, you know, this is something that we should hunt, and part of the issue with ha- trying to take game animals and create a farming sort of, like... Sale of them is you have things like the buffalo that got uh, hunted to extinction uh, pretty much in North okay. America. Or, hmm. well, to near extinction. Okay, yeah, that's. Uh, I feel
1: like it could be controlled, but it would have to be like a separate thing. Like, it would just be, you know, you'd have to start with a few, like, hundred different genetics and breed them together. And-
0: You'd probably have to have a lot of land. Create a contained
1: population on its own. You know, yeah, it would have to be hundreds upon hundreds of acres. Yeah, but I mean, I've seen cows. It would get manipulated.
0: I've seen cows that are just like pretty much like wild. You know, not like farm cows, and they're pretty lean.
1: they're
0: not like fat. They're not like so. And and I'm thinking, all right, so fed fed green. So yeah, so that's like the deer version of like a wild like cow. What's the like fat cow version (sighs) of a deer look like?
1: exactly just, what you just said it's a deer that's just gut hanging
0: it's fucking like <laughs> gut sausage hanging legs just on little stumps oh my
1: god could you imagine they just evolved to look like little mini like short cows stubby cows uh, we'll call them chode yeah, cows, that'd be really, like, chode cows.
0: Uh, they, they they would look uh, so yeah. odd if anyone can draw or find a picture of a really fat deer please post that in the deer. American Slackers group because I would love to see a fat ass deer That would be hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) So, I I don't know if people will be farming deer anytime soon for Arby's in in the United States. It seems like something that's kind of controversial and tough to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's conservation laws for reasons, you know. We gotta have them. A lot of uh, countries have them in general. Um, I found out Australia, like anything native to the country is actually off-limits for hunting. You know, like, so oh, kangaroos really? and can't crocodiles. No koala hunting? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're, like, uh, aboriginal. Yeah, koala.
0: Why would you what? kill that cute what little weapon? cuddly th-
1: They're not really cuddly. That's the thing people don't realize. They're mean little fucks.
0: <laughs> Drop bears. Okay. Yeah,
1: crocodiles, out of all things, are off limits. You what? can't really oh, man. kill them.
0: Now, but, what if it's uh, Sometimes hunting they remove
1: you? them. Yeah, that's the issue. Is like, sometimes they're hunting people in areas where, that are populated and uh, you they have to remove them they, they remove them humanely with traps okay and uh, in our next story the trap is the focus of uh, some fuckery if I will say <laughs> now in Australia <laughs> four gentlemen decided they were gonna go for a swim and uh, they swam right into a uh, crocodile trap which is basically a floating cage with a door that has meat in it <laughs> Now, if there's an area where there's crocodiles, the last thing you want to do is swim to the area where there's fucking meat bleeding into the water.
0: Yeah, that's not usually a great idea.
1: Yeah, and uh, they seem to be drunk. They were inside of the fucking trap itself. It's pretty big, and uh, they were jumping outside of it. One, one of the guys gets out and, like, closes everybody inside of it. Like, they're having a good okay. old time. There's a bunch of photos in this article. And, uh...
0: So, these, these cages got to be pretty big.
1: This cage is probably five by like ten feet. Easy. Oh, wow. It's pretty, pretty big. Big enough for them to, to almost stand in. They're probably like <laughs> kneeling in it. And uh <laughs> the local mayor of Douglas Shire, where this occurred, has uh, <laughs> been recorded as saying, I was absolutely gobsmacked. This is incredibly stupid and dangerous behavior. I am wondering if these fellows are vying for the idiots of the year award or the idiots of the century award. <laughs> so they're uh, they're making the rounds in social media enough to where the mayor's like, "What the fuck are these guys doing?"
0: Well, yeah, it's a pretty dumb move.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, and uh, now they've uh, recently introduced fines of uh, more than fifteen grand for people who tamper with chaps.
0: Oh, this is a new a new thing because of these people.
1: Yeah, and. Uh, they they haven't been identified yet but they're investigating trying to find out who these fuckers are
0: <laughs> <laughs> jeez so it's yeah, uh h- how Jesus, much was that ticket a,
1: it could be more than $15,000 the fine
0: $15,000 that's that's yeah, even yeah. that's even a lot for that but i see why they're trying yeah. to persuade people not to do it
1: well, they don't want people getting in danger, man. I mean, the reason this trap was here is because, like, a 73 year old woman with dementia just got taken by a crocodile, Holy like a 13 shit. footer.
0: That's, what That's you why that trap led was with. there.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After yeah. The true, right?
0: Lake Placid style murder of this old woman, <laughs> they put these traps in. I didn't yeah, realize that yeah, we were dealing with a, a giant fucking. Uh, we got a mad killer. Yeah, man, man killer on our hands. Well, some fines make sense. Some do not. And in our next story, I would file this under one that does not. Because a man was given a $149 ticket for singing 90s dance song while driving.
1: Ah, oh, it depends on the song. Depends on and the what song.
0: dance song was it? Oh, wait for it. It was... Gonna make you sweat, everybody dance now, by the 1990s Aww. hit music group C and C Music Factory.
1: Issue those police officers a ticket, because what you do when you hear that song is you dance with them.
0: Everybody dance now. Yeah, I know they were they were defying what the song says to do. I mean, that's fucked up. They get a ticket oh, for uh, for being a buzzkill and fucking party stoppers. <sighs>
1: Well, maybe this so, guy's voice was that bad.
0: Well, he he was driving down uh, down the road, and he was singing the uh, the song pretty much at the top of his lungs. And he saw the police siren behind him, and he thought they wanted to pass until they went on the speaker, and they were like, pull over.
1: He's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. The kid, no.
0: No. What? How? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, he stopped. He must stopped, be like, I have a light out. <laughs> He said four police came, uh, two on each side and checked inside the car and then asked if he was screaming. And they said, he goes, no, I was just singing.
1: Oh, he's got to have a bad voice.
0: <laughs> well, his wife would agree. Cause she said, you know, if it were, she said, if it was me giving you the ticket, it would have been for $300 instead of 149.
1: We've got proof. We've got proof
0: prior, terrible prior singer. evidence he,
1: he deserved murdered.
0: it he's terrible at this So, uh, can you imagine yeah, somebody they, with a
1: bad voice singing that song <laughs> that's the perfect song to ticket well, somebody for if they got a bad voice
0: I, I I didn't realize that you could get a ticket for just being too loud it was, he got a ticket for disturbing the peace uh, for screaming in <sighs> his car they said I oh, screamed sang on the highway and shit and head banged and done all that am I going to get a ticket for that
1: that's so shaming to a person. It's like, there was peace here until you come driving through here singing your song.
0: It's <laughs> he's going gonna to contest the ticket, but he's not upset with the police.
1: Well, he took it like a champ, that's for sure. At least he didn't run from the cops after they uh they heard him scream and tried to pull <laughs> him over.
0: They're, they're helping him. They're like, sir, sir, you can't dance and drive. We're going to need you to stop.
1: Well, the man in our next story didn't stop. But then again he wasn't wanted for For screening He was wanted because He was a robbery suspect Authorities in Utah had been looking for a man Named Shane Paul Owen The man with three first names
0: I was gonna say which one are they looking for
1: I know I know I wanted to clarify that That way uh, people were like Well where'd they get him Where were these three guys
0: <laughs>
1: Well he's a suspect in a string of robberies And uh, police finally spotted him driving And they attempted to pull him over Owen decided to get out of his car where he ran into a church and he hid into the boiler room. He must have gotten away from cops so they didn't know where he was. And uh, the only problem was he uh, locked himself inside of the fucking boiler room. (laughs) Now
0: He he found too good of a hiding spot sounds like is the problem.
1: He found a really good hiding spot. And the problem in the story is he's no MacGyver because he can't get out and uh after about six hours he decided the only way he's gonna get out is he's gonna pull out his cell phone and call the fucking
0: cops (laughs) the very people he was fucking running from
1: yeah i mean after a few uh,
0: hours i would get pretty nervous too
1: well yeah you're in a boiler room man Do you imagine how hot it is in a boiler room it's probably fucking nasty He's probably sweating, like, I'm gonna die in this room. I thought he was gonna be. Just let him take me to jail.
0: uh, Yeah, I was gonna say, I thought that he would be like wedged, you know, behind the boiler or something. It was probably just a locked door, keeping him from freedom.
1: Yeah, I I imagine he opened the door and didn't realize it had a locking mechanism on it from the outside.
0: So they ended up coming in and getting him, I'm assuming.
1: Oh, yeah, they came in and got his ass.
0: Well, we have a, another person trapped, and it's not our Kelly. Oh. it's a uh, a customer trapped in a cooler, not a closet.
1: Is that not a closet. All right.
0: And this uh, another. This oh, that's cold. We're going from hot to cold. Yeah, right. This particular individual was trapped in a beer cooler overnight and received a ticket for the beer that he drank while he was in there.
1: Oh man. So he, uh, he got stuck, decided he was going to drink some of the uh, the beer to get him the pass the time.
0: Yeah, it's. I mean, I know the old, like, I don't know if there's a saying for it, but if you drink and it's cold, you'll feel warm. You can quote me on that one, <sighs> Jesse Landers.
1: True, <laughs> true. I think and that applies I, to the liquor, though.
0: <laughs> the liquor will do it, bud. I, but enough beer will do it, too, I think. If you... uh Yeah. If you're trapped in a cooler overnight, what else are you going to do?
1: True. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess, right? Fuck it. Drink it away.
0: Yeah, he, he got locked in from 11.50 at night when the employees locked up for the night till 5.50 in the morning the next day when the manager came in. And the manager said the man oh had an 18-ounce bottle of Ice House beer and three cans of malt beverage. Four loco.
1: Oh my God four locos he damn he's tearing them down
0: 3 4 locos that's uh it's about 12 locos
1: <laughs> 12
0: if we're uh, multiplying so he knocked over a stack of boxes and destroyed three cans of beer also and he was cited for all of that that he didn't pay for when he just got up and ran out of the store the man was probably cold oh he wanted to God. get outside and warm up
1: Oh my god, the manager opened the door and a man just comes flying out. He's like, what the, fu-
0: what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, well, it looks like he had about three, four locos. He had some of that ice a house for sure, and he fucked up three of those beers.
1: Oh my god, or was the manager who needed to take the edge off of being startled? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it could Opening have up been. up the store. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hard one. Man, the guy... D- <sighs>
1: That sucks. The guy didn't have a cell phone to call anybody to help him out or anything. Like, well, fuck. Well, a lot of times think. It,
0: the freezers they'll they won't have reception either.
1: True. True. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, it could block it. Either way, if he didn't have a cell phone and it didn't work or whatever, our next story proves that a cell phone can be quite dangerous in its own. A city in Austria has decided that they're going to cover lampposts with airbags to prevent smartphone zombies. From bumping into them as they walk around, and uh, we've all seen it. People get, you know, devoted to their phone and they're looking at it and not paying attention to their environments. But uh, there apparently seems to be a problem in the town of Salzburg where to- people are increasingly hurting themselves, and a lot of it is tourists. It's gotten to the point actually where uh, more people walking around are getting injured than people on mopeds and cars driving around. Like, Damn. believe it or not.
0: that's that's, so it's gotten to this point
1: (laughs) yeah and the idea behind these airbags is just not simply an airbag that's put up it's uh there's a message on it and it's basically to bring you to awareness like pay attention to your surroundings like fucking a man like and i see it all the time i see people driving and texting like which is the worst yeah and uh i think we could all use that awareness you know little signs that are like yeah don't fucking be on your cell phone when you're walking into the middle of the road you know or when you're on your fucking car on a highway
0: yeah definitely in the car is an issue i could see how people would do it when like you know you're in a crosswalk and you think oh i'm good you know well, let me just walk her yeah across i got the light but we should be more aware uh, spatially
1: more regions have also actually adapted to the whole smartphone craze that everybody's balls deep in their phone. Um, China, there are special sections of sec- like uh, walkways reserved for people using their telephones and walking at the same time, so you're not holding up traffic or gonna walk into something.
0: Yeah, oh, the texting lane.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Honolulu, anyone crossing the road and looking at their phone will be fined, which is good. I think that should be just about everywhere. <laughs> but, uh, in Germany, they kind of have a weird one. And, uh, the, the city of Augsburg, they've put traffic lights on the ground. So people that are looking at their phones can look over easier because that's oh, how lazy okay. we get with smartphones. You can just look, you know, that way you don't have to take your phone, take huh. so your eyes off the phone I'm almost imagining for long. like
0: a lighted path that's like green or red, yeah. depending.
1: Yeah. 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 I'd imagine, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess we have to evolve with the new technologies that become one with us.
0: It's interesting to see how some places will, like, try and help people. Like, in Austria and in, where was it, Germany, it seems like they're trying to help the people, or at least give them, uh, and, and in China, they're giving them, like, Even a route to walk. But then in Hawaii, it's like a, it's more like a punishment route.
1: Yeah, U.S., we go for the punishment route. You know how we do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah, up. well I mean yeah it's all about it's all about fines and collecting the money at that rate. But uh because you probably yeah. get a lot of tourists that do it.
1: And, yeah, I I'd, I'd imagine.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting to see the places that try and protect the citizens who are gonna walk into traffic versus punish them for walking into traffic. <laughs> right down. Yeah, yeah. And uh we should all be watching the roads. When Whenever we're oh, crossing yeah. them, and especially when we're driving, I, it's going to be November, and uh, snow is going to be coming soon, at least in the northeast, I know.
1: Yeah, what are you talking about? You live in fuck California, man. I got to deal <laughs> with that shit. You're the one that has to fucking snow. No in the snow. mountains.
0: <sighs> That's where man. our water comes from.
1: Yeah, and no, I got to drive in this this crazy snowy bullshit. I don't mind it, though. I'm a New Yorker.
0: <laughs> You're a pro, like this guy in our in our hilarious video.
1: Oh man, this guy is a fucking pro. I've got to say, this is a smooth maneuver, and it's not in a nice little sports car either.
0: No, this isn't like a full size bus.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's. I was gonna say it would have been more appropriate to say a nice four wheel drive vehicle. No, it's in a giant bus <laughs> where a man drifts this bus perfectly around a good corner in a city. <laughs>
0: It's and amazing. It's I from, fucking like, love it. It's from like someone's dash cam. So I almost—I uh, imagine the person at the dash cam was like fucking freaking out, being like, "Is this thing like, gonna hit me?" And then it ends up—it's like ah, ah, all over the road. Fish tail, fish tail. Nope, I got it. I'm good. It's probably got a bunch of weight this. in there. <laughs> it's like a hold my like beer smaller bus, bus edition. Right.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You could say that. Yeah. It's not like a full size like New York City bus. It's like a three quarter bus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's a big enough vehicle that I would be freaked out if it started going sideways like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can imagine it's not easy to
0: control. (laughs) But apparently they got fucking Vin Diesel in an action movie driving this shit. Fast and the Furious. (laughs) Fucking public transportation. (laughs) We'll be sure to post that funny clip up on our Facebook page on Wednesday like we do with all of our funny clips every week.
1: Now let's uh, get into some movies.
0: Yeah, we got a couple movie suggestions for you. And the one that I'm suggesting is called I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. And it was written and directed by Macon Blair. And I want to see what else Macon Blair has done. Megan Blair did this. Uh, Transference, The Burning Woman, Lucky Logan. Or I think he played as Lucky Logan. So he's he's done acting. I, I don't know, maybe this was his first... He also did Blue Ruin, Green Room Murder Party. So he's he's done a decent amount of stuff, and uh, this had a really indie feel to it. It was kind of a a dark comedy, crime, a little bit of drama. And it takes place around this girl, Ruth, who's played by Melanie Linsky. And her house is burglarized. They steal her laptop and her grandmother's silverware and stuff like that. And she just... She keeps getting fucked over by the world and is really like kind of fed up with the way that people are treating each other and her. And she doesn't get much help from the police when she reports her crime. So when she gets an alert saying that, oh, your laptop is at this address, she's like, I'm going to take this into my own hands. So she ends (laughs) up going to her neighbor who's played by Elijah Wood and he plays a really quirky neighbor of hers. They decide to kind of take justice into their own hands and figure out like who stole her stuff, and it leads to something much deeper than like there. It got really dark, and there was like a big twist, sort of at the okay. end. Okay. I thought was I thought it was really good. It was actually uh, made and released. Well, I don't know when it was made, but it was released in 2017, so came out this year. It's a really recent movie, but it's on Netflix and it also okay. was the winner at Sundance. So, that's always promising. Okay. Got a 7.0 awesome. on IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 89%. It got a little gruesome towards Not the bad. end. Not I I will bad. say that. I didn't expect it.
1: Yeah. Took a turn for the words on of
0: 77. It. So, yeah, it, it was really it was a really good movie. You can catch it on Netflix and it's totally worth watching.
1: I definitely have to check this one out. I haven't seen it myself, but I'll uh, I'll be checking it out. Fucking Elijah Wood.
0: Yeah, and that's that's called I Don't Feel like man in This World Anymore.
1: (laughs) Well, the movie I chose is a uh, comedy mockumentary. It's called FUBAR. It's a uh, Canadian movie. It is amazing. If you like the likes of Trailer Park Boys, you'll love this. I'm telling you. Um, There's two of them. I suggest start out with the first one. It's a little raw because it was shot on a very low budget and uh, the story behind it actually goes that everybody involved with shooting it maxed out their credit cards to get this project done. That's how low budget. Oh, wow. It was directed by Michael Dowes, and it's based on the lives of two lifelong Freds that are headbangers and they're just living out their lives and they're constantly drinking beer. They're just a bunch of fuck-ups and uh, one of the characters has testicular cancer. He's like going through this phase where he's like avoiding getting treatment and shit. It's kind of weird. But the whole time, they keep up this hilarious uh, tone. And then there's a dark turn towards the end for a second. It's It's—it's really weird how it goes all over. But, uh, okay. again, I just go back to the Canadian humor that is caught in this is hilarious. And uh, you can see the American bleed over of our culture. where They love a lot of our bands and shit. And uh, <laughs> these headbangers... They go camping, and it just ends up with ridiculousness.
0: I watched the trailer to FUBAR, and like you said, it definitely gave off a very trailer park boys kind of feel. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. It, it's amazing. I, I fell in love with this film right away when I saw it. I think I saw it on like Amazon Prime the first time I saw it. I don't remember. If you want to check it out, you can actually catch it on YouTube to make it nice and easy.
0: Oh, I nice. I saw that they're
1: uh, both on there. so nice easy watch check out FUBAR and then FUBAR 2 Balls to the Walls which is like the it's a Christmas edition it's like oh. during the holiday it's pretty fucking awesome a it's a Christmas lot there's like, they have a higher budget so there's a lot more going on in that film but uh nice. I, I found myself appreciating the original a little more
0: and do you, like are they still making stuff or was like that it for them for the
1: um, most part you know these characters haven't continued on as much as i is like uh, all they do is like TV appearances in like different Canadian TV outlets. That's about all I, I could find online. I didn't okay. see anything else. Continue on. That's yeah, funny. but uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised because it's got a huge cult following in uh, in America now, and uh, obviously Canada loves them. So we could see you know some time go by and then Fubar Three come out.
0: Right, or it gets bigger here in the states. Yeah, and want more.
1: Yeah, it's funny because the two guys, uh, the uh, Terry and Dean, uh, played by David Lawrence and Paul Spence, they make appearances on like Canadian access cable, like I was telling you, and they'll like shotgun beers and character and shit. They're like totally in character. It's hilarious. That's funny. As these like fucking low life headbanging guys.
0: That's awesome. But so yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. two movies to check out. We got we got Fubar and the Fubar series and. I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Long ass title, but yeah, they're they're both huh. worth watching. So make sure you check those out. We'll post up some trailers and stuff on our Facebook page throughout the week, so you guys can see what we're talking about. Give it a, a little test drive.
1: Oh yeah, now it's about to get a little weird up in here. A little weird with the wheel.
0: Yeah, spinning the wheel of weird. We got a person, place, and thing off of the wiki unusual page, and we're gonna give our spinner a a spin here and see what it lands on. For person, we have Vasily Arkhipov. For place, we have Moba, and for thing, we have candy desk. So we'll find out what we end up landing on. I think Matt's been spinning here.
1: We're going with choice number three.
0: Alright, choice number three. That would be Candy Desk.
1: Alright, what is Candy Desk? A desk made of candy. I like it.
0: <laughs> Not quite. It uh, it's, it's might as well be, though, because in the United States Senate since 1968, there is a senator who sits by a particularly busy entrance and keeps a drawer full of candy for the other members of the body. The current candy desk holder is Pennsylvania Senator Pat Toomey. Ah, Pat Candyman that's Toomey.
1: That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Just keep it full. Got to keep them happy.
0: And, and you know it's weird because I guess they said that uh, eating is not allowed in the building or in that room. So oh they, Jesus! So they can grab the candy probably on the way out or on the way in and like pocket it, but they can't eat it can't fucking eat it there. Yeah, there's a picture of the uh, candy desk here on Wikipedia and the thing is just fucking stock full. It's just like a full-size dress uh desk with a drawer that pulls out and it's like probably an inch or two deep in candy. Probably what my fucking bucket looked like before it got fucking robbed last <sighs> night by those goddamn mongrels.
1: Oh man, fuck those mongrels. What kind of what kind of candy are we talking? Do we have any like can we see what we're working with? Do we have any Reese's in there? Do we have uh, Snickers? I don't,
0: see, I don't see much orange or brown. It looks more like uh, individually wrapped fruit Tootsie Rolls or something. It's
1: Ew, it's old man candy in the drawers.
0: Let me just, you pull these this.
1: drawers open.
0: Enhance. It is old man candy.
1: We've it's got fun. unlimited candy here for you. And then the, you open the drawer.
0: Single <sighs> wrapped sucker candies. <laughs> It's
1: that shit you get a 10-pound bag of for, like, three bucks at CBS.
0: Who knows how old this picture is, though? They might have updated it.
1: <sighs> I hope they did. you gotta get you got to get a selection in there. There was some fucking Mars candy company in there.
0: Senators who Hershey's have maintained <laughs> the candy desk tradition include John McCain, Harrison Schmidt, uh, Rick Santorum, and... Oh, I guess the uh, Pennsylvania guy who currently has it has... Had it stocked by the Hershey Chocolate Company because they're you know they're out of Pennsylvania. I was
1: I was gonna say that picture sounds like it was some McCain leftovers.
0: <laughs> some some old old man pocket candies.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it, it sounded like. As soon as you started listing them off, I was like, oh, that was McCain. I don't know, that's
0: why that was that picture. <laughs> In uh, 1965 is when it started with George Murphy, and he kept it the okay. candy desk stocked for his colleagues and himself. Oh man! So that's the can- that's, that's hilarious. the candy desk. Part of part of yeah. uh, our government that I'm sure a lot of people didn't know about.
1: I was good, just gonna say, and we're willing to bet that you've never fucking heard of the candy desk, right? <laughs> oh god! Well, let's keep feeding them that candy because it's uh it's time to step into the plug zone where we're dishing it out like it's no tomorrow. We're just leaving out containers like Jesse's house, repeat over and over.
0: Gotcha damn it they're gonna
1: steal that shit again motherfuckers alright we'll steal this check out the facebook page Uh, you can find the american slackers group where we're always talking about something interesting everybody's been fucking awesome on there I gotta say bravo guys everybody taking part in that fucking always guaranteed a laugh when I open that also stop by the instagram we post all the promos and artwork for the show and uh some other funny shit you can check out and don't forget to stop by the website where you can find all the news about the show. AmericanSoccerPodcast.com. And you'll find us there.
0: You can also find us over on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. That's where you can do the pod shout. Uh, you know, you can tag us and shit. We're always replying to people with funny gifs and stuff. More so on Twitter than Reddit. Uh, You can also check out our YouTube channel, where all of our episodes are posted, along with our bonus episodes and our conversations and interviews, where we've talked to guests on the show. You can also rate and review us on iTunes, which would be very, very helpful. If you can give us five stars or nothing, that's what we demand of you. We don't ask it, we demand it. And please, demand. demand your friend listen to our podcast and subscribe and rate it and review it on iTunes we're fucking that's what we want yeah. five or nothing that's how it goes
1: and if you're a friend that's been brought in by a friend i just want to say thank you for listening and sticking you're along officially the a plugins. slacker why don't you uh send us an email friend we're uh at american slacker podcast at gmail.com and also check out spotify we have a playlist with all the artists that we've had on the show. And, yeah, you'll be fucking rocking out in no time. Jesse's going crazy on his screen. That's how I feel when I, I pump up that playlist. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, this is awesome.
0: Getting jacked up here to tell you that you can help out the show by becoming a Patreon sponsor. You get fucking awesome rewards like those shout-outs we did at the top of the show. I'll do it again. Dave Gunn, Kyle Noel Bradford, fucking uh, Yes and I Am podcast. You guys are fucking awesome. You've been supporting us forever. And if we could have anyone else supporting us, you're getting those shout-outs as well. You can also play Xbox with us. We're hopefully assembling some sort of grab bag of like goodies soon that's in the works. So there's a lot of cool stuff yeah. to come. Get in on the ground floor. Get these shout-outs where they're still hot.
1: Hell yeah. Fresh like Jesse said... App we're revamping the rewards and a uh, dollar doesn't sound like much but it goes a very very long way for us so again thank you to everybody that's a patron
0: yeah hell and, fucking uh, yes thank you
1: and don't forget to check out our personal shit you can find me on instagram at MWG Media and on snapchat in my xbox gamer tag at G from hp
0: and I'm on all of the social media platforms at landers the plane that's where you can fucking find me Come find me bitches nice and,
1: nice and smooth Find him Find him bitch He's a, He sounded aggressive Like you might encounter A street yeah, fight When you get there
0: Find me in a back alley Let's do this
1: shit Little, little warning I'm going Jesus Christ We're wrapping uh, this I'm going to the before the he. I'm, I'm headed stop. to the alley I'm just gonna stop this Before he lists an address And gives you fucking coordinates Alright <laughs> We love every one of you Thank you for tuning in Sit down Sit down right now He's getting up. I just... Oh, God. You know, until next time, that's it.
0: There you go. I'm fucking leaving. I'm out of here. See ya.